Hello, people of the world. Welcome to our podcast, the second week of November, which is Monster Girl Month, which you're finding out for the first time, and so are we, probably, what? maybe. I am joined by, of course, the illustrious Kales, the amazing Zog, and Strangely Entertaining has strangely kept his way into the podcast for a year or two. So. Surprisingly. Yeah, he came a long way from, like, living in the laundromat, you know, so it's like. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Your commitment to lore <laughs> is <laughs> unreasonable. I remember the whole story of us and still trying to get our intern back from the netherworld because Zog banished him. So, Well, now he's he, we're putting him to work paying you for got my order, of, right? He, he's you paying for all of the, the, the strange's... Uh, car repairs, so yeah. we're not getting him back anytime <laughs> Even soon. Even his real God. life car, his feet needs to be repaired. This man is having mobile <laughs> issues, if I've ever heard it. Speaking of issues, <laughs> speaking of issues, we have a lot. Um, much like Kobayashi, today we are doing Kobayashi's Dragon Mage for the beginning of Monster Girl Month in. I'm excited for this one. I don't know how you gentlemen are faring, but I'm pretty hyped for this for many reasons. So it seems to be fun. Yeah, uh, looking looking at things, you know. I mean, to come. You've watched it, so like it seemed yeah. to be fun, or it was fun. Like, well, it was fun. I enjoyed. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, first of all, we got to get the groundwork out of the way and say I am very happy that this had a second season due to the events. That transpired in Japan with the studio being burned down by arsonists. Um, this was a Kyo uh, Annie um, production, so I was very wow. worried that the studio wouldn't bounce back, but they did. And we got a studio two, or we got a season two, and it was, in my opinion, better than the first. So thank you guys. Um, all love to Kyo Annie. Um, they're still recovering. The people who lie have their lives lost. So yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate you. Mm. Then it, then we it got was very. Uh... A very beautiful second season. Sorry, it was. It was, and <laughs> I'm. I think this was the first thing they put out to after the incident. So, I feels like it's indicative of their strong, you know, strong will to keep going and get things done. So, I respect and appreciate that. So, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Uh, the Kobayashi Dragon Maid is about the main character Toru and a business class worker. Miss Kobayashi, who's I don't even know if we know her first name. Like, as I'm realizing, I don't think it's ever been said as I'm going. Are you telling me check the wiki? Uh, Miss, you telling me Miss is not her first name? (laughs) No, Miss is definitely not her first name. Surprisingly to proper uh, uh, surprising. No, it's not. <laughs> you get there? <laughs> I'm going to give up on that sentence. That sentence is yeah. not my victory today. Uh, apparently, we do not know Kobayashi's nope. first name, which yeah. is sure wild. <laughs> which is the revelation that I've had by saying this. So I now am like, wow. Uh, okay. So that's what I need uh, before yeah, the I, season ends. I didn't even think about you that You need one. a first name. Yes. Is this series ends, not over? No, I mean we got the end at the credits of season two. Did we? That's not the end. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, of course, it's not the end because we get okay. more shorts. But yeah, I mean, we got confirmed to OVA coming out in March of next year. So 
We already got our beach episode. What are they going to do for the OVA? I mean, there's actually a contingual plot in Dragon Maid. So like, there's not, we have there to see <laughs> we have to see Toru bring balance to the force. The true, you know, Luke Skywalker. She is the chosen one. Yes. Is wow, is this is this fantasy dragon babe Star Wars that we're actually it is. <laughs> Except, you know, I don't know. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I'm just like, just like just no, but you yes. comprehend this and try to put it together. Because I'm like, it could be like I'm trying to think of a different. I mean, we uh, they did kill some babies. Um, I don't, I don't know. All right, Kobayashi Dragon Maid. Yeah, there's, a, there's an alternate universe that exists where dragons and medieval shit exist and magic and all, all of, of the Norse gods. And everything you've ever fantasied. Yes. That somehow begins to encroach via Kobayashi's Dragon Maid into our current modern Tokyo. Uh, via. Yes, of course it's Tokyo. Yeah. Why not? Tokyo's and hel- hilarity ensues. <laughs> yeah. Via yeah. the vehicle of our main matriarch, which is confused for not a matriarch. Uh, Kobayashi-san. I mean, she is technically a matriarch because she's... Well, she got a Father's Day present, so, like... Yeah, I I mean, oh, yeah, Kobayashi. Sorry, I had a confusing (laughs) target. Which, my main thing was going into this, I always had Miss Kobayashi pegged as Toru before I watched any of this. Like, I always thought a dragon maid was Miss Kobayashi. And then when I finally started watching this... There's a name in the title. There's a person on the title. Clearly the same thing. Yeah. First of Asians. They were baskets of fruit <laughs> at some point, you know, fruits baskets just build different. So that's different. Um, but like now that I'm thinking about it, like the same thing happened with Golden Kamui. Like, I don't think I think everything I've experienced has been a lie through anime, which technically is true because it is a story. So this I is guess. totally derailing. I want you to tell me <laughs> what you got confused about Golden Kamui. So, like, I thought. It was based off the title image. I thought it was going to be a story about this little girl and the train because it looked like he was a train conductor. And it was not all about that at all. I thought it was going to be like, oh, it's going to be like Polar Express. And it was definitely not like Polar Express. <laughs> They're going at to all. see Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> just like, so oh, I was just yeah. like, oh, this is not anime Polar Express. This is an- They're going to serve hot chocolate on the train. Yeah. They're going to like see a ghost. Call the They're gonna- None of that happened. It was gonna quite meet the elves. They're going to get presents. It's going to be great. Golden Thank you for reminding me. I haven't seen season three, though. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, um, the real the real season where they meet anime Santa. <laughs> but back to Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, you've got two factions. You've got the three. I almost said the three factions. Yes, you got it. See, yeah, I knew it. Yes. Yes, because you got the observers and the good and evil. I almost said you got the Satan no. and the hero faction, but that's from the order <laughs> yeah, and good chaos. and evil because that's the big secret. Order in chaos. Come on. Chaos faction. Harmony. Harmony, thank you. Right, right. Harmony faction. I don't know why I thought. Yeah, that one. Harmony, Which chaos, is, and observer. It's literally <laughs> fuck humans. Fuck humans. <laughs> okay. And then we're, at, we're just out here. 
<laughs> I, I would be in the we're just out here group honestly because the yeah. we're just out here group a is the strongest and b just i'm just out here man trying really to be okay a, i can't remember uh Fafnir's not a chaos faction one is he he is yeah he is. Fafnir is oh, a chaos he is? Dragon, oh, okay yeah. he just don't care he's more of an observer because he, don't he, care. he really is more of an observer but he's like no i'm on the chaos but i'm like you don't you just sit in a cave you don't do nothing he, oh, he, he kills people, bro. Very often. Someone did not watch. <laughs> you, I don't know if he watched his anime straight. I watched it. Like, I watched it. You ironically watched it before me, but like, no, Fafnir kills a lot of people, bro. Like, it's it's said <laughs> multiple times that Fafnir is. Well, yeah, people who come to take his treasure. Surely. That's still bad, though. <laughs> like, they just be walking <laughs> no, in the cave. That's and his like, treasure. Got that's his treasure. He said, no. Someone invade your home. We yeah. know who had a, if you loot, we shoot sign out. <laughs> <laughs> his name is strangely entertaining. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that person next to it with his 40 and his Miller. Um, you are oh, I don't painting like this a new very detailed yeah, I picture. Like, I don't like this new strange lore that you're <laughs> making right now. But um, 40 yes. caliber or 40 ounce? Both. <laughs> nice but yeah My we see fucking god we see that um now you got me thinking about Favnir, but we see that we have the chaos faction and the harmony faction toru belongs to the, the chaos faction she's actually the daughter of the supreme leader is that his name Dragon, leaders chaos chaos king or something chaos like lord that. yeah <laughs> It was right. I don't know. Edgy. He's he's the king of the chaos faction, even though he's like I don't really want to Hold be. Hold on, but here I, I am. I must give this man the respect he deserves. She's the daughter of the Red Dragon Emperor. <laughs> Come on, God what the it. fuck is his name? Damocles. Is it? Yes, no. it's Damocles. Damocles. Is not a great hero. It's Damocles. It's apparently Damocles. I told you. <laughs> Emperor of Demise. What a badass name. I mean, Anyways. It had to be something got, edgy. Yeah. We so have yeah. the world of we have the world of dragons. It's all like broken up and they're all fighting all the time. And they turn around. Somehow there's a dragon in human world. In our human world, not their human world. Oh, uh, because uh season two actually explains how Toru kind of got there. Which uh was a little sad, I guess. It it was It was very sad. What happened? It was a little yeah. sad, yeah. Spoilers. Oh, what you happened? actually do you want me to tell you? All right. I want you to do this ahead. podcast, yes. Here yes. we go. So Toru goes to fight basically Zeus or God. God. Yeah, little literal God, and God's like, no, because she doesn't want the gods to kill off all the dragons or something like that. She, she wants to fight and stop. Yes, yes, there you go. You, Thank man, you. you didn't watch this. <laughs> I don't know. Fight the, fight the dragons. Yeah, I totally didn't watch shit, this. I have know, no idea what I'm talking yeah. about. The details are a little loose in my brain, but... Why? Yes. I don't know. I have a... <laughs> <laughs> Guess it didn't leave that much of an impact. I'm going to put this water if, down before I end up in the ER tonight. I'm just trying to later. If Static can get by with naming everything wrong consistently, I can have a few missing pieces of, of the puzzle here or get things slightly <laughs> different. Thank you. That's my piece. <sighs> <Fuck. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay, so dragons, she's stuck in the human world because fuck the gods. She wants the fighting to stop because that's what put her in her inability to make decisions for herself. And like her dad in a position where like he can't do cool shit on his own because he's, mm-hmm. I don't know, the emperor of demise. <laughs> oh what a God. badass name. Um, it's a good badass name. name I can't take seriously. And now she's like, I I love, uh, I'm like, Tora Honda. No, she loves um, Kobayashi. And yeah, there's like stakes now. It's like whole ass, like New York strips. And it's it's wonderful. It's fun. It's great. It's what makes the, the conclusion of season one so impactful. But we'll kind of mm-hmm. circle around to that. So like the first dragon we meet is, of course, Toru who is a member of the Chaos Faction. Yep. And uh, is pretty destructive, other than the fact that she can just suddenly will everything to go back to normal. Pretty, well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. She everything blows, she breaks. Yes, literally yeah. that. She blows up the apartment, she can fix the fucking apartment, no problem. Yeah, Toru <laughs> is one of the stronger dragons, for sure. Like, if mm-hmm. not... I mean, she is the daughter to the, you know, Damocles. And Emperor of Demise. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't know you were drinking until, yeah. Um, and technically, which makes her the princess of the Chaos Faction. So she's, like, super powerful. Probably second only to Lakoa, I believe, that is said. Um, and Lakoa is a god, so that should mean... And total yeah, fought gods on the regular. Lakoa is so. probably the strongest yeah. dragon out of all of them she probably her size is like massive we I don't mean, see <laughs> fat we don't see fafnir fight that's all i'm saying we get like exposition that he's still just slightly powerful than toru but he never goes all out so mm-hmm. it's like fafnir actually could be broken we just don't know because fafnir don't care which is why i love fafnir yeah. he's just like yeah he really really does he's my spirit animal he's, first of all he's like Cursed, cursed treasure is mine. As long as you don't touch that, I will not have to do anything. My favorite. So we, they basically just uh, put smog in an anime. No, don't disrespect my boy Fobnir because <laughs> Fobnir could. Fobnir, my favorite thing about Fobnir is he does something that I wish I could grab. When people ask him for advice, he says, "I don't care. Figure it out yourself." <laughs> like. <laughs> And I'm just like, I need to master this so I yes. can be a lot stress, more stress free. A lot Mr. less Fafnir, what do you think of this? I don't. Basically. <laughs> just don't. Kill it. Just is kill it. it. Murder is it a rare it. item? Is it a rare item in a video game? No, I don't care. Man. <laughs> there's literally I'm a scene. Let me get back to my neat life. There's yeah. literally a scene where Toru asks Fafnir for like advice of what to do. And he's like, kill your problems. No, like that's exactly what happens. I love the fact that like like she's initially trying to learn how to be a maid and Kobayashi's off to work. She's like, I'll call up, I don't know, friends who turn out to be fucking dragons. So she calls up Fafnir and Fafnir's like, murder them all, kill the humans, kill them, destroy them, kill them. And she's like, oh, not talking to Fafnir today. Yeah, she's like, bad advice. (laughs) He's in a mood. Let me just. <laughs> and then she calls third best girl, Wakoa, who's like, well, she's third best girl, but she's slightly a pedo. So this kind of brings her down a lot more, actually. <laughs> yeah, definitely 100%. Yeah. 
We'll have to get to that. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. We'll, we'll say that for when we get the characters, though. But, like, Akoa gives her the advice to, you know... Her advice really wasn't much better. It was just kind of like, use love or something. Or, like, be happy. I'm just like, this is... It was really kind of just so-so advice. But, yeah. And, of course, we've got... Um, so basically it's just the story of Toru trying to figure out where she fits in her romance with Kobayashi, which I think is blah. Like, I think Kobayashi is the weakest character in this, personally. Um, she really? has a hard time expressing her feelings. So, that's all. yeah. Kill it. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you cannot will yourself to be faft here, you feel me? I wish You either I are or you aren't. <laughs> yeah, true. You're either born with it or you're not. But um, we'll, no, have to, like, we'll have to circle back to that idea. Like Kobayashi yeah. is the weakest character. Yeah, but um, it's the it's the romance between it's a romance like a slice of life. I wouldn't even know. It's like a fantasy slice of life romance anime. I feel like Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is. Which I, I would know, say. I, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I was gonna say I normally don't like slice of lives. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm having. Yeah, but if you add a mystical element to it, I'm like more intrigued. And this whole series was very fun to me as someone who does not normally watch Slice of Life. I would say that it's a like a spooky slice of life <laughs> slash battle anime, which is just like, holy <laughs> shit, we can do that yes. fight scene in Honestly, season two between when Elma and go Toru. Off. <sighs> That was Zog. I'm going to have to see you that fight scene later because I know you um, didn't make it season two, but I'm going to have to see you that fight scene because it's it's literally probably going to be fight scene of the year for me because it was like it's it very was beautiful, it's like very emotional. Right. And my girl Elmo went off, though. True stories be told. Um, I just wish we could have seen know. I got something the, to look uh, forward to. I wish we could have seen more of the dodgeball fight. They Man, kind of cut that one short. Same. Uh, but. Man, I was like, oh, yeah, they're just throwing each other in the pressure from the volleyball, them catching the volleyball, which I'm surprised hasn't been destroyed by this point. I just, just I just like sitting shockwaves. <laughs> I just like them doing normal things like when mm -hmm. freaking I don't know why the most adorable thing to me is when Kana like charges her batteries, like turns her tail into a plug. And yeah, that was plugs into a socket to be like adorable or like Cut. when she's like. I don't know. Connor's like the coolest character to me because she's just like so cool. But you know what? Let's let's get into characters. Like since we keep talking about characters, let's get into characters. Well, yeah. So that's what right. we're doing. Okay. Okay. Right. So starting off, elephant in the room. I don't like Kobayashi. I'm gonna say it. Okay. Why not? Yeah. <sighs> she's okay. Explain, please. She's okay, <laughs> but it's like the fact that she's like she doesn't want to reject Toru's love. She doesn't want Toru's love. But she doesn't want to reject it because it seems like she doesn't feel want to feel lonely. So I'm like, you know, like pick a lane. And then when Toru was like having these moments where she's like sincere, especially like at the end of season two, when I was like, when she was like, okay, Toru put herself out there and it's like the festival and Kobayashi like reached out for her and it's like I miss her and Toru was like, here's my feelings and she's like, you're clingy. And annoying. I'm like, what, girl? I was square up with you after all this. Like, you toxic, toxic female. All I'm saying is, she could let this fucking dragon die in the woods. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Which, Kobayashi was drunk off of like after drinking an entire bottle. Which, yeah. So she still could have just found a giant ass fucking lizard and ran away. 
Which, hey, I'm not saying you're wrong, mm-hmm. but literally nobody in this situation asked for it. Yeah. Which is kind of the interesting part. Like, no one's out here like, yo, I'm going to be come your dragon maid. No, it's like happenstance. It's all happenstance. Yeah. And, like, and that's the exploration of how do these different personalities and different, like, life situations, like, influence themselves in a situation which is exactly why slice of life works so well true yeah. true to be fair all of this start shit started happening to her like within two months <laughs> <laughs> so i don't think anyone could have handled it really any better <laughs> you just don't relate enough to kobayashi that's all i'm saying i mean yeah. home dude handled that well true. that wasn't like i guess a romance or thing and so. It's a, it's more of a bromance kind of like that that to me was an interest. I'm like I'm interested to see where those dynamic goes. Like are they just? I'm like is this like another romance thing or is this like they're just gonna be buddy buddy? And it turns out they just they like hanging out with each other. Fafnir's just cool with them. He's they're like you're not bad for roommates. a human, you know. Yeah. He melted Fafnir's heart like that Christmas mm-hmm. episode when he's like I sent you this Christmas bonus in game. I was like man if this ain't Irvin. Like, <laughs> he's like, F you in IRL, but I got you in game. Like, it's like, okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, so how, do, so how do y'all feel about Kobayashi? Like you, like, where's your standing of Kobayashi in this anime? Like, I wouldn't say she's the best character, but I don't mind her since she is pretty much without her. The show doesn't really happen if technically, you know, and the she is the linchpin. I'll give you anyways. that. Yeah, she is the linchpin that brought all these dragons for us to watch them just do whatever uh, exists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't mind Kobayashi um, that much. I can't say yes. I see where you're coming from. I definitely can see like her faults and everything like that. But maybe it's like this is based off real people. I'm sure some real people have a really hard time expressing how they feel especially if it was kind of thrusted upon them in their drunken stupor that they now have a dragon meat outside their door when it's like what did i do i'm conquering the world just heads up if i got a dragon that's in love with me and she on some hood shit like it's game over for everybody well it's been a good ride boys first thing i'm doing um, is conquering detroit y'all gonna be fine y'all will like, be fine i just want you to know that like everybody y'all attached to no promises nana she's good your mom of course they're all good like Depends on how tall on Dana on the day. Strange. But <laughs> God she should. damn. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. This but, is partially to see if she watches this. Don't tell her I said that. I want to see. Like, seriously, strange. <laughs> We're going to see if she watches this. But anyway, Kobayashi. Like, no, I, I kind of feel you. Like, she's the, the relatable point for this show. Because everything is so fantastical. Um, And I think she does a good job of serving as, like, the hardworking person that supports the family. Um, You know, certainly in that, it can be kind of boring because I was just a basic-ass human who's hustling their ass off and, like, they don't do anything. They're not interesting. Um, Like, in that, that is the interesting part, is, like, how would a basic-ass, a regular person deal with this crazy shit of having a fucking dragon like wanna fuck you because like wanna fuck you for you like that's, that, the, real that's the weird part like 
Gosh, that is like, like you love me platonically, like, and Toru's like, no, sexually. <laughs> like, no, like, I love you for you, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the wild part. Man. But, like, I can I can feel you. Like, Kobayashi can be, yeah. like, kind of boring. But that's mm-hmm. part of the character, too. True, you know? true. Um, moving on next to, like, literally in the pantheon for best girl, uh, of course, Toru, like, I will say I love Toru. I love her. Season two is what really made me love Toru. Season one, Toru, I was like, eh. But when we saw like her Dragon World time when she was like roaming with Elma and that whole relationship and just like her understanding herself as a person and like opening up to be like, hey, it doesn't have to be just chaos and harmony. It can be like a mixture, mixture, mixture. Mixture. Blend of things, Mixture. you know. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is hyper focused on that word now. It's a weird day for me. Um, but trying to figure out, you know, herself as a person and grow is is a cool thing. So it's a nice mixed tur of things going on. <laughs> uh, so how do y'all how do y'all feel about Toru? You know, uh, Zog. She's a lot. <laughs> she is a lot as a person and she does not stop <laughs> you don't want no dragon tail bro she is entertaining I will not argue that in the slightest she is definitely entertaining but I can just imagine dealing with someone like that on the regular and just being exhausted all the time because of it that's fair that is fair like I feel I'm curious to how you feel about her Kels. Because, like Zog said, she is a lot. And I know you don't like a lot. Or maybe you do like a lot. I don't know. <laughs> no, You're I certainly, like, in, in the same boat as you, like, Fafnir is my spirit animal. I mean, I kind of relate a lot to Kobayashi. But I'm like, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> this is cool and all, but, like, please die. Uh, no. <laughs> um, like, yeah, no, it, it's fun that, like, the dynamic and relationship and like the one-sided romance of Toru such like a driving and consistent force yeah and the way like they they explore that relationship with with Toru's growth I certainly think that like that is an interesting uh paradigm and you know Toru as a character is like fun and great but at a certain point like in the same vein that like Kobayashi kind of falls off for being boring. Toru kind of falls off later for just being unchanged. Mm. Like you get to see the progress, you get to see the impact of the history, and you get to see like the effort in growth. But really, at the end of the day, nothing is really different except her maid outfit for that restaurant she was working at. Boy, howdy. That's what, I think that's what it was for me. I was like, yeah, all right, I can rock, I can rock with Toru. I think and okay. she looks a lot better with her hair down. I just want to say, I do not like the high up pigtails. They, they're they okay. You have a type. You have a type. Do I? What is it? Strange. You do. You Tell me type. what my type like is. The long, the long hair. It's true. I do like long hair. It's a thing. Yep. I don't know why. <laughs> Watch my wife be a short haired woman. It's going to happen, I know. Um... It happened to the rooster from fair uh, from fruit ba- fruits basket. True, and also the sea dragon. True. No, the reverse happened. Wait, no, the reverse oh, happened twice. Did. 
crazy. That's crazy. Watch where it's yeah. um, well. <laughs> <laughs> It's a supernatural um, slice of life, Strange. You say you like those, remember? Yeah. 10 minutes ago. Yeah. We got you. We did. Watch Roots Baskets. I will. Um, it's happening. It's coming. Sog, what's your take on uh, Toru? He already said it. I thought I already gave He did. <laughs> I wasn't paying I don't think Pale is that account. one. Strange right. said his. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, my, you know, again, you know you Toru. Are. Toru is a fun character. Uh, I like her enough. Um, I agree that she does not have a lot of development, but she does learn a little bit. Forgot we on video for a second. Sorry, <laughs> you said development, and I was like, "It's fine." Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> please continue. Strange. All right, moving on. Um, no, she she's fun, and I do find her funny, and she has some pretty cool moments uh, in both season one and two. Uh, when we get to favorite moments, I will share my favorite moment of Toru. Hey, that's it. Thank you for telling us of the future. Welcome. Um, so next we got Kana, literal baby girl Kana. Like she is a cute muffin of joy. And she gives me cavities. She's so sweet, but I love it. She is like in her whole <laughs> personality of just like being the most laid back thing is like if I ever have a daughter, I wish I could implant her personality with Khan's personality, which is probably really fucked up to say, but I don't have a daughter yet, so it's fine. Um, it, if I did. Literally, uh, Kana, I don't know, it really is contender for probably one of the most adorable. Like, if there was a death battle that had, like, adorable anime characters, she would be I, on. I don't feel like anybody is more adorable. I haven't seen a more adorable, like, her, like, Zog said it best. I'm she sure said, someone in the comments will tell us, but, like, you know, if it, we get them, we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, Zog said it up, best, man. though. He said she's like tied with eerie for like cuteness for my hero. This was outside yes. the podcast. This yeah, was yeah. Our, when he we didn't, were on the phone. Y'all didn't yes. hear his but telepathic communication? <laughs> no, but those are true facts. Like, yeah, especially like season five eerie when she's in her Christmas suit. Like, like <laughs> if you take Christmas Kana and Christmas, Chris, you said what? Continue. <laughs> I'm going to go back and listen to that. <laughs> but uh, if you take Christmas Eerie and Christmas Kana and put them in a death battle, I feel like the world would explode because it's just like they're both so Everyone adorable. Everyone in the world would get cavities. Like, so. but Kana, don't, don't. Kana in New York is the cutest Kana. Thank that you. That was amazing. Thank you. When the whole New York thing was great. When she's like, I can't You'll speak You'll get there, Zog. <laughs> She's like, I can't speak English. And then she's like, does this dragon thing? And she's like, now I Better. can speak English. And she's like, it still doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I feel that. Like, I have been speaking my English my whole life. And life still doesn't money. make sense. Oh, gosh. Dude, I, I've never had, speaking of, I've never had such a mixed feeling about Japanese speaking English. as like, I don't know if that was like really good or Still kind of bad English, but was, are you talking about the hot dog, hot dog dude? Hot dog man, yes. Hot dog man was some British dude they hired to voice act that. Like, <laughs> that was an American right? English speaker. I he was like, "Yes, I'm but telling the, you, it's the truth." But do the way you have talks, money? I need American dollars. Find your yeah, parents. Right. I'm like, yes. what? The 
the way he talked was still kind of slow, like like you know when Japanese are speaking back English. Yes, because he has to make it comprehensible I guess for the Japanese audience. You're right. Like, yeah. You're right. You can't Sorry. talk fast English because no one's gonna comprehend that. Go find your parents. Quick question: Go Was that dude talking to a uh, Kana or anyone Kana. else talking to Kana. Kana? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Just like grown man talk slow for child. <laughs> when she I just, guess that makes sense. When she throws the money on the table, my heart melted. She's like twice. Uh. <laughs> yeah, she's just like. Eh. <laughs> and then like when she calls um kobayashi what does she call her like a butt face or something like she's yeah, like you're, you're a butt, butt face, face. <laughs> then she's like i'm afraid of the dark i'm gonna fly to america <laughs> like i'm just like okay come to america if they would have played the kids of america i would have i would have gotten up in like Sat back down because yeah. I have nothing to do. But baby like, Kana, though. But yes, I concur. Kana is pretty much the greatest, cutest character. Yes. I just fucking can't with her relationship with Saikawa. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this shit? This I shit falls know. in the same boat as fucking Lukoa. Like, Jesus. It does. Man. It was. I agree. Monogatari, calm down. <laughs> I, I don't understand that either. I mean, I, I, uh, Rico yeah, oh, is oh, a problem. It. Screw your cat. But like, I know. I'm trying to keep her away, but she's like, oh, I'm like, love me. Is that a oh, statement sorry. I don't sorry. comprehend? No. Yes, it is, but like, not. A meme, but yeah, um, trying to rub against all the microphone stuff. Now that we've moved on, let's talk about Lakoa. Lakoa, <laughs> if Lakoa had not been a pedo, she would have been best girl for me. Like, but she yeah. had to go. I'm sure, and <laughs> do sus stuff, and it's because of her personality. A hundred percent, her per and her nality are very <laughs> great. And like her whole backstory too is hilarious. Like, I mean, it's not hilarious. It's pretty yeah. tragic because it's actual myth, though. So, it's actually not hilarious at all. Um, <laughs> I had to think about that again. You're just like, <laughs> it's funny. Wait a minute. No, it's actually really tragic. I probably shouldn't have mentioned that at all. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sorry to the Aztecs, but like, <laughs> she did. She was informed. She was under the devils, and this is what's really messed up, though. Like, cause I remember, um, she Toru asked Fobnir for advice of how to beat Lakoa in a battle. Fobnir's like, liquor messed her up last time. I'm like, this is so messed up. <laughs> so, uh, he right though. Fobnir is that dude, but um, Lakoa is straight hooligan. Yeah, she's the only person we've seen from the Observer faction. She is. Um, like a god in at some like crazy length. I think she's like eight miles long. I know she's supposed to mirror the Zula dragon from Japanese culture, also no. or Coexequatl no. from yeah. the Aztec culture. I was yeah, about to which, say, was uh, no. which was literally dragon serpent with wings. Yeah, which was like wasn't that a Zulong? The Zula, the same thing as the um no. Japanese Zula, like a Zulong mong from Digimon. No, no. No, no, because uh, not, not from Japan. Mm. But like, that's one of those fun parts about Japan. Japan like has draws such a like a large like cultural portion from like Mexico and like Brazil 
and like Central and South America. That like it that that's one of those touchstones that like we we know our relationship from a North American like perspective, but to see like the impact on someone way the fuck over there is <laughs> it's really interesting. Um, you know that with like Mexican like luchador wrestling on on Japanese parasu, um, and like this. With a whole ass like dragon from South America, uh, and you know Central America, um, in a Japanese TV show about somebody getting sucked in with dragons. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but um, well, yeah, okay. but I mean, I like her character. Her design's pretty cool. No, her I design mean, is great. Like I said, the only problem I have is besides her. besides her. you know yeah. that, yeah. like her it's, eyes are pretty cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, her, her eyes, her design, everything. <laughs> no, she does have Listen, beautiful I'm eyes. Trying. She has very, okay. like, she's very promiscuous. Which I'm not gonna lie, I kind of like that a little uh, bit. Not not promiscuous, but very like. She she's fun loving. She is basically high on life all the time. Yeah, yeah. the beach episode she does, when they told her she couldn't wear her swimsuit because that was fun. It was too provocative. <laughs> was like. <laughs> that was funny. It was great. Ma'am, put a shirt on. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, I can't let you on the beach. Like, there are children here. Like, <laughs> so um, I, I do like. I do like though. She like she cares for Shoda. She actually cares for his well being. Like for some reason, be it all like. Look, not really. She Fuck. goes about it in a in a weird way, but I don't know. She, I don't she like Shoda. Cares. Let's talk about Shota right now. I what's your beef with Shota? Yeah, what's, yeah. what's your beef with him? What's wrong? Yeah, okay, what Shota is. I mean, I a get small it. boy. Yeah, but he's like <laughs> he's super a annoying. Like he's eleven years how? old. <laughs> yeah, he's like how is he annoying? What? This really? is the same shit you were talking about with with fucking um, Yukiteru. Yukiteru turned down you know one time. Which was a whole lot of times, like numerous times. Which is like this punk bitch turned down. You know how dare he? This potato looking motherfucker. Like it's the same from? shit. What is this from? This is from Future Diaries. Future oh, yeah. Diaries. Oh yeah. You can no. You can so tell like, just a bitch though. But anyway, that's a direct quote. Though. Uh, so like, what's your beef with this literal child mage? No, he's he's this, annoying. This has like nothing to do. Seven year old kid. Yes, he's eleven. But so my problem with him is a, he's like, I want to be a great mage, but I don't want to do anything it takes. Okay, that's not true. So it's like, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So okay. Strange is looking in the future over here. <laughs> so, no, I am. I'm sorry. I'm looking ahead of far- stuff. I'm trying to read stuff. Just, no, you're good. <laughs> I was just it's like caught my right. attention. But a, he's always like, you know. Oh, I need help with my magic stuff, but I don't want to get any actual help. He's like hmm. kind of trash. He's just annoying to me. And then he wants there to was learn the scene. On his own. What's wrong? There was a scene where baby girl Elma was trying to find them in the forest, and she's like, "I'm gonna use my clairvoyance," and he's like, "Block." I'm like, "Sir." Yeah, because he's a fucking mage. Like, is that a problem? Yeah, yeah. He's also the ones like, "Wait a minute, she might be looking for us. We should go back and tell her." What we're doing. He was the, the reason they reason left he, in the first honestly, place. The only reason does he, he know the who's looking for him, so. I mean, he doesn't know who's looking. He thinks it's Lakoa, but yeah, like, I mean, she's a fucking pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, 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 
Listen, no, sure. no, we no. Luke. Common oh. sense. Let me hide from the people I want to hide from. That's. <laughs> you don't even see who's looking so, at him now. So, other than sixty uh. percent of his screen time being Lakoa, please no, <laughs> which is problematic. It's problematic that one uh. most of his character time is taken up by just that. Uh. Yes, and that he slightly likes yeah. it too. But he's like a child. He's a male child. One, he doesn't know how to feel, but he's always off-putting about like this specific thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And two, like if that's the majority of your screen time, you're not going to have time to be an interesting character, which sucks. I guess he can't be his own person. That's fair. I will acknowledge he's not a total bitch. Which my only hang up is like the one time he's out on his own with like the squad. You're like... Fuck him, he's using his magical powers for something that's not like summoning a demon, which turns out to be a dragon. Yeah. Or like making a thing for his dad. Fuck his dad. Um, seriously, though. Oh, yeah, his like, dad's God. creepy. No, his dad's, his dad's like, trash. totally creepy. His dad's yeah. trash. Like, seriously, his trash. You're not his totally dad, Fuck you. He te- his dad teaches or treats to Kobe. His dad treats Kobayashi, Kobayashi like trash. Has, wait, wait, you know wait, how wait, you feel wait, about wait, Kobayashi, so what's the problem? <laughs> His dad is so Zon doesn't know. His dad is the oh, shows charge. up in season two. It's Kobayashi's boss. He's the one they that straight makes up the showed a they straight up showed a picture of his dad, yeah. and it looked nothing like her direct boss who was always yelling at her. Nope, not was, that one. Yeah, not that's one. not the same yeah. person. No, he's no, the head of like the company. supervisor. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, the head he, of the whole company. Yeah, he's the one who like puts all this stuff on Kobayashi because you find out later. That um, he's also like friends or business partners with Toru's dad, like, and they have meet regularly. And Kobayashi's like, "Hey, here's a whole way to make our system easier and help everybody no. get things done." Yes, that is what happened. No, that is not what happens. He's the one. So Kobayashi starts to read through the Matrix and sees that, like, wait a minute, this is a bunch of like dragon language bullshit and so like she calls the director and the director's like oh so i see you've got some questions well i'll tell you the no, language the coding language we use is because we're fucking magicians and like of course it's based on dragonish comes to my office and we'll talk because yeah. i'm sure you want to know so yes that happens but before that kobayashi and elma and home dude were trying to make the comp- elma just Elma. Kobayashi's a company man. Kobayashi's just hustling her ass off like Kobayashi always does. But she and had Elma's got the El- one that's Elma stick. had got Kobayashi to help. She's like, so if I do this, will it work? And she, Elma's and Elma kept revising and revising, and eventually because yeah, Kobayashi's was, like, yay, go team. Yeah, then and then home dude was like, computer. bring me Kobayashi and Elma. Yeah, because he paid off Elma with sweets. So. Well, no, because he knows they're all related in the dragon bullshit. I mean, yeah, but that's the point in which he reveals to them. Spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> reveals to them that like he knows about dragons. Like, not only is his kid a mage, but he like he he knows what's going on behind. I mean, the he's scenes. still a bitch though. Like how? Other than being he's management, he's which always, is fair. He's just staring like <laughs> he's the oppressor. He's just he's weird. Fight the power. But yeah, I guess yes, Shell is fine, and Lunacola, besides her <laughs> discretion, is fine. 
Yeah, it's kind of weird that like their family motto is you have to take care of what you summon. And that just happened to be a fucking like former goddess <laughs> that turns out to be a fucking like busty dragon <laughs> for your 11 year old son. All, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Which shout out to Kobayashi being like, hey, do not blame me if that kid comes out weird. Yeah, you should watch her. She own did channel. say that. She's like, not my hands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not my hands, literally. But then we got Best Dude Fobnir, like, who is Best Dude, like, Fobnir. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> might be my favorite character. Like, just him. He's tied with Best Girl for me, which I'll get into Best Girl later. But, like, Fobnir, not he's t- not that he's tied Fob, for no, Best Fob, Girl. Fobnir, Best Girl. That's all I'm saying. Fobnir is Best Girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> when he wrote his manga and no one wanted it, I felt that. I was like, Fobnir. When he wrote it, his. When he wrote his manga, that was just a book of curses. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Toru read it, was it Toru or Elma who read it? And like, these are high quality curses. Like, I think it's Toru. Like, whoever actually picked up that book had the power to rule the world because it was just when no one picked it up. It's Looking like, at the price. A, oh, that's not bad. <laughs> was it like 10 bucks? Yeah, it was like $10. I and it was it. Just, yeah, it was just like, oh, here's absolute power for $10, but no one cared. <laughs> So and then everybody bought. Then he wrote a volume two. Yeah, probably a good thing no one cared though, because I think the world would have been in chaos had one person buy it. That joke though, like both times he's like dejected, and then the third time he's like, "Look, Holo, come here. I need your assistance. Assistance, yes. And it's like I need, I I need your power. I learned this thing called marketing." I need yeah, I need I need your pretty much power. <laughs> and then <laughs> turns out to be like I just pose oh, for so me. great. And then he po- like she poses and he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> now the death scenes is like <laughs> and then she's just <laughs> This is what the fuck I am to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we might have a Lukoa and Bob near romance moment, and then was like absolutely not. No, oh my god, all. that was not so easy. Treasure, yes, curse, no, <laughs> yes. He was not like, I appreciate you. I was like, oh man, like just the pure gore. And she's like, how did you get my head to do <laughs> just oh geez? I, I wanted to, it was need, great. They need to make a Blu ray version that shows the actual images that Fognir drew because, <laughs> but then he immediately gets outsold by Lakoa. Lakoa's. Yeah, yeah. Lakoa's uh, calendar in and the all same these, booth. Uh, ta- Takia? Yeah, Takia. Takia's Takia. book about Takia like, always sells out. Yeah, it's because he's in quality stuff. I read his stuff. <laughs> yeah. Fafafnir's like, why is this human better than me at this? I won't stand for this. And it does a really guy, good job. What's that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, it does a really good job of illustrating like what the cons are like over there. Like the fact mm-hmm. that a dragon is tired. I'm like, oh, oh Jesus. Like... <laughs> But um, we tried to go to Momocon one time. Like we are going to Momocon, forbid. <laughs> and I will be wearing Asics and New Balances only. Support. Um, no Travis Scott concerts <clears throat> though. Uh, <laughs> too soon. Sorry. Um. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um. But yeah, and then we got Elma, who is best girl. No debate Amen. taken. Um, best girl. Y'all can't Elma, find best girl. This. She's adorable. We're on the same team. Long-haired Elma. Team. Best Elma too. No. 
You are wrong about that. No, but I will stand. <laughs> you are wrong about that. Stand firm. Now the long-haired Elma, best Elma. Um, Dragon World Elma is best Elma as well, which is also long-haired Elma. So, ha, strange. You can no. take it, and you can. <sighs> you think look we into could actually agree on something for once? And then we you did. Gotta we agreed that long-haired Elma it. is best girl. We <laughs> no, both we said it. Yes, we, we did. never agreed on this. So you said Elma is best girl, but we did not agree on the hair. Like, so Kales and Zog, since me and Caleb are incomplete. I don't know who that is, but since me and Stranger are in complete agreement about this, um, how do you guys feel about Elma? <laughs> Best girl. Long-haired. Dragon World. Go ahead. I have only seen season one, so I don't have enough time with her to actually form an opinion. That's fair. Doing season two is but outside yeah. of, she all right. Yeah, season one You're definitely. Speaking from place of ignorance, uh, so I'll let that slide. No, I was going to say season one, Elma definitely uh, does not offer all of the character that Elma possesses. So I can definitely see like season two, her character development goes like through the roof and everything. Kells. Yeah. What you got? I what agree. <gasps> Yay! Elma Fat Club, let's go! No, but like, listen, like the, the like final episode. Mm. With the weird face paint its tummy. <laughs> yeah, man. Best Elma. Come on. Come at me. That. Like when she is like, I'll plunge the whole world into darkness for food. <laughs> like when she's like, I can't help Tor. Know what? This is a battle between the chaos faction. I can't intervene. Tobiashi, I'll buy you food. I bet. Nineteen. I'll pay for dinner. You want? She's like, say less. Like immediately. Have um, the most powerful shield in the world. And like uh, her and Toru's dynamic is, in my opinion, the best dynamic in the show. Like even more so than Toru and Kobayashi's, because it's like it's like a friendship that shouldn't be, or like it's like. Okay, I don't want to say Romeo and Juliet because it's not. I feel like that's a trash comparison anyway. Screw that romance. It's like, if I had to describe it, it would be like a Zuko Aang type thing. I feel like. Sure. Start because, off enemies, become friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they start off enemies and then they become like the closest of friends. Like, and they have. Well, diff- uh, hmm? they, they were friends, then enemies, then friends again. No, they were never friends. Well, I mean. Motherfucker, motherfucker, like, like, blue demon his ass. Like, come on. What do you mean, like, friends, not friends, friends? Like, are we talking about, we're we're talking about Toru and Elmo were never friends. Spoiler alerts. Did you watch season two? Yeah. Because the whole thing about (laughs) them, them, like, she was a goddess yeah, no, no. Playing I mean, I get that. Goddess. They started off as enemies, and then Toru was like, "Let me absorb how you work." Then they became friends, and then they became frenemies. I'm sorry, they didn't start. And they off became as whole ass like, "I will murder you, enemies." And then we got to see the resolution of that like conflict. Yeah, yeah, but like they did start friends, off as enemies. What I'm enemies. saying, enemies. Yes, yes. At the very sure, beginning, before... fucking everything in the middle. Yes, they started <laughs> yes. as enemies. I needed some validation. Damn it. <laughs> we can gang, tell. Gang. Shut up, Zog. <laughs> I love you. So, and I just uh, got to say, I think the sin said most during this podcast was, "Have you watched season two? <laughs> <laughs> we Giant all have. Well, most of us watched season two. And then Three you got, quarters like, of us. <laughs> and then you got Last Girl, who I like as well. Um, Lulu, which is like a whole Hoo-hoo. thing. 
Yeah, Lulu. Ilu. Yeah, Ilu. 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 Everybody calls her Season two. Yeah. Yeah, because Illulu is kind of like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> It's easy. Illulu. Just read it. Uh, but no, I agree. Like, um, Illulu is fun. Kind of an early antagonist for yeah. season two. Yeah. Um, but she has but the most like character her, development, though. Infactual. But certainly, <laughs> um, it's fun to see her character development. I certainly agree with that. I, I think it might be just because of the length of time, and we, we now have the, like, a new dragon to go through the exact same shit. Yeah. Who would you say um, has the most character development? Like curiosity. Just based on screen time, it would have to be Toru, but like only because she wants it. Like she, we don't go through the process of her not wanting to grow. Yeah. But she I mean, like, wants to grow. What'd you so say? So we get to see it. Yeah. But like even that, like, yeah. But like, what'd you say earlier about like, I mean, she does have a lot of character development, but like what you said earlier about, it feels like she stayed in the same place. I feel like that's what I meant. Like, we got to see Lulu, uh, yeah. Lulu go and be... Uh, Lulu got to be, like, a different person. Like, different from her, like... Yeah. Stuff. So like she, she actually grows and changes, whereas yeah. you just learn where the other people came from. <laughs> I mean, and and that's kind of, like, bad guy to good guy to good guy growth compared to good guy to good guy growth to good guy growth, which you don't really see an impactful change. Mm. like you do see impacts and stuff is important but it's like at the end of the show you were still a good guy yeah the change isn't Uh, as a prominent as yeah there's not such a drastic change uh but no i either way uh ilulu's story um is impactful it's a slice of life fucking show you you bring like heartfelt shit and her being you know I wanted to be a kid and this is the only thing that I've ever wanted to be. And like, that's her whole motivation. Yeah. And that motivation following through into her growth and like engagement in other characters, which is the real secret slice of life. How do the relationships shake out? Um, certainly different relationship, different characters was a fun addition to the cast. True. Mm -hmm. True. So, guys, I got to ask before we wrap it up, you know, who's your favorite character and who's your what's your favorite moment? Zog. Uh, I don't freaking know. Uh, <laughs> let's go with Kobayashi. I relate to her. OK, <laughs> like, that's fair. I, I wouldn't know what to do in this fucking situation either. And in season two, when she has like her little like, I don't say like breakdown, but her little like fuck it all moment. I did visualize you when I watched that. I was like, I feel like Zog needs one of these like, to just recalibrate himself a little bit. Okay. We all need Thanks. one. Don't worry. I, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> you know, just like <laughs> she just got drunk and she's like, what the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> she was like, I don't understand anymore. So I'm just like, oh, okay. I mean, that, does, that does sound like me. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Do you have a favorite moment? And Fafnir's screaming, just kill them all. I don't know. <laughs> That's also I relate fair. to that too. Just saying, also, fuck it. <laughs> That's also fair. Kills. Yo, other than Kobayashi, like being a Taurus, just like <laughs> uh, Zog and I, which, and you know, is pretty great. Get accurate. Part, part of the reason we resonate. Um, and Bowen. Everybody yeah, in my life. Every, is a everybody. Everybody except 
that hoe over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like uh, total side note. Um, I love Georgie, the sister to Saikawa. <laughs> you would, you would, oh, yeah. Other, would. <laughs> you would choose her. You would find the character that I completely <laughs> forgot about and be like, yeah, I'm surprised I wasn't Taiko. You were like, Taiko's dope. He got a candy nah, shot. Enough. Fuck that kid. Um, <laughs> no, Georgie is great because, like, Georgie relates to all other than it being a really fucking weird. Okay. <laughs> Full stop. Uh, it's not as weird as Lucolo and the child. Um, <laughs> like, Georgie's whole vibe is, like, a love for, like, maids and stuff like that that aligns and resonates with Kobayashi in such a way that, like, we don't get to see that because everything else is like made cafes, which are okay, whatever. Um, but like the true pure blooded maids, <laughs> like Georgie feels that and lives that. And it's totally fucking weird. And the fact that she's like 15, but, not like super old, just blows my mind. And she's a normal high but, school student. Not normal. But, but like yeah. her commitment to her craft and the whole like um, whole amusement park episode where she's just like, I'm here. I'm here. Hello. And I'm Ruby. doing my job <laughs> in this suit <laughs> as a maid. As a maid. I'm like, okay. Uh, okay, Georgie, live your truth. I can't with Georgie. She's like, she's the best. Um, So, I don't know. It's like, best character is like a toss-up. I love the whole cast, minus like five people. But like, that's a lot. He <laughs> did the whole cast except for five, which is like almost half of them. So hot. Which is the only fucking movie on screen. Like, <laughs> you're like, fuck everyone from the shopping district. <laughs> Screw everyone in this general direction. Everyone else, like, yeah. Fuck Connors Elementary School. <laughs> All them kids in them relays. I hope they trip. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> but like no it's like it's like probably a three-way deadlock for my favorite character which is between like Kana, Fabnir and Elma like they're all like kind of a three-way deadlock for first and then even though I know I said it like Toru and Lakola are kind of deadlock for two because as weird as Lakola is when she was in her kimono for New Year's I was like she if she just wasn't <laughs> this is the the most acceptable, like, sexy we've seen. Yeah, I'm like, show. if she just wasn't <laughs> like she was, she would be perfect. Like, and she just wasn't born the way she was. Favorite <laughs> yeah. moment. That sounds so horrible, strange. When you said exactly what I said, like, in a different way. But okay. a favorite right. moment has to be the fight between Toru and Elma in season two. Like that. I feel like it's going to go down as like a contender for fight scene of the year. Like it was crazy. The animation snapped like just it was good. It was wild, man. Um, like either who, that, who thought who thought you would get a kaiju fight in your slice of life, man? I know. Right. right. Like and just like the clean, like the production value of all of this was crazy. Like the production value of like the like when they talk in their dragons form and there's that reverb, but it's like so clean and like, like just everything, mm -hmm. the production kill Annie snapped on this a hundred percent, like crazy, but it's between the fight and like really between like the new year's day episode. Like it's just a lot of good moments. And 
the Father's Day episode was really wholesome too. When like, and then okay, last the last thing, one other one of my favorite moments is when Kano wanted like the backpack thing, but saw that Kobayashi was spending a lot of money, and she put it back. I was like, my heart, <laughs> she's so pure. Like, see, what really got moment. me is when Kobayashi went back and got the, got her to the keychain yeah. anyway. It's like, yeah. oh, you good mom. <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, wait, I'm a father. <laughs> she found out later that Kana views her as a father <laughs> instead of a mom. <laughs> uh, hey, parent's a parent. <laughs> true, true. Kales? I mean, no, sorry. Strange. Strange. Yes, me, my turn. Uh, favorite g- character. Favorite character, obviously, Elma. Uh, tied with Kana. I don't know, Kana is just great. Elma, Kana's, of course. Okay, I was about to say, like, Kana's what? <laughs> yeah, you pulled a little bit too long there, sir. Wee, wee. Anyways, and she used uh, electricity shot to that stag shot. Yes, that. no, I love love electricity. Uh, I love any kind of electricity ability. And favorite moment definitely has to be a tie when Kana is in America. Just that entire episode, uh, more more or less with the mafia. That was just funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> that dude wet himself. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> he said, <laughs> I love that that little girl. Chloe, yeah, was like, like a baby Toru. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Chloe is gonna be in the OVA. The OVA is the whole group going to America. So, yeah, it's gonna be. I exciting. can't wait for that. Oh, that the other. Um, hey, shout out to your New York episode. In America. Yes, but shout out. I'm gonna cut you off, Strange. But shout out to That's that fine. episode as well, because the detail of like when Toru was keeping an eye on Connor the whole time, and then like. They like you show that shows her in all the scenes that you missed in the beginning. That was dope. I was like, that's clean. I almost, I'm almost like, did they just redraw? No, because no, I went back and watched. They were legitimately, she was legitimately there. I went back and watched mm-hmm. that as soon as that episode ended. She was legitimately Look in at all the, the skeptic. Spots. It makes me angry. <laughs> Don't play me, <laughs> anime. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Don't play. I'm smarter me. than this. Um, I mean, definitely. Gosh. The, the other f- really funny thing was I was like real hype was at the beginning of season two uh, when Kobayashi gets punched by the dragon hunter or whatever. And then it's like, it's like, ah, finally you show up and Tori's just there. And the dude wets himself like, ah, oh, yeah. no. and then she's like, <laughs> but honestly, funny. every time Kobayashi gets waxed mm-hmm. and like it becomes real. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. That's when stakes are raised, and like the fact that every time it happens, it matters and it gets resolved in a, like a positive and successful way. It's like because Kobayashi is never gonna not be weak. Yeah, no. Yeah, but like not in that world. That, that's, but that's not her role. Her role is to work and pay the bills work, work, work. and like be the root of the family. So like, yeah, let the dragons be the strong ones and like keep shit together. And yeah, yes, that's what we need you to do. So, but yeah, overall, I think Kobayashi was a great experience. 24 episodes. Happy that we were able to get it out, Um, especially the second season with what happened. Look forward to the OVA. Um, It's going to be a fun time. I'm going to watch it. And so will Strange, at least I can speak for him. Um, I know I will. I like I like this show. I like this show too. I like <laughs> that we both like long-haired Elma the best. 
It's a real uh, bond between us. So wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Long-haired girls for the win. Um, no. So, Kales, send us home on a sweet fly me to the moon. This is not how this works. Um, you can catch <laughs> all of Monster Girl Month that's left uh, all here on Content Breaker. We're talking all your podcatchers, which is Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Podcast, at Content Breaker, or YouTube, Instagram, Twitter as well, Content Breaker. Y'all have stuff too. Yes, you can find me at Sty Dreads. That's what a Z. Um, I'll be there. <laughs> nice. All right. Y'all... Are y'all going to laugh this time? I don't know. Probably, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go ahead and get it out. Nerd <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Strangely. Uh, <laughs> Tuesdays. <laughs> you don't stream. Wow. Yeah, true facts. <laughs> Look, I've had some real life stuff happening. That's why I haven't it's streamed okay. in a while. Thank you. For sure. Oh, that bitch is back. But anyways. Damn yeah, strangely life. entertaining. Look for me on YouTube's Twitch and Twitter. And yes, Tuesdays. And OnlyFans. I try to stream no. Yo. <laughs> We're funding this podcast somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, if I must. Uh, We're doing Monster Mastermind next week. <laughs> Please join us. <laughs> Great. Oh, sh- that's my week, isn't it? Yep. Even worse. Fuck. You wanted this. Nice. Okay. We'll catch y'all next week.